0: Hey there, special educator. Before we dive into today's episode, I have something exciting to share with you. If you've ever struggled with writing impact statements for your IEPs, and let's be honest here, what special educator hasn't found themselves at some point staring at a blank box and a blinking cursor wondering what in the world to type. My free guide is just what you need to get those brain juices flowing. Introducing Impact Statement Mastery, your step-by-step guide to writing personalized IEPs. This free guide is designed to help you craft impactful, personalized statements with ease. You'll get expert tips and strategies, easy-to-follow formats, and real-life examples that bring theory to life. It's absolutely free and a must-have for every special education teacher and related service provider. To get your copy, just visit www.spedprepacademy.com slash impactstatements, or check the link in the episode description. Now let's get started with today's episode. You're listening to the SPED Prep Academy Podcast. Your host, Jennifer Hofferberg is an award-winning veteran special educator who shares her experience, knowledge, and passion to help other special educators survive and thrive in this profession. Join her and other guests as they share tips and tricks of the trade for the ever-crazy, completely overwhelming, laugh-so-you-don't-cry profession of being a special education teacher. Welcome back to another episode of the SPED Teacher Small Talk. It's a segment that I do monthly with my co-host Paul Hubbard. How are you tonight, Paul?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I'm good. Well, I made a mistake, so we are having to re-record this episode because I started recording on a new platform, and I wasn't aware that you couldn't close out that platform before letting it completely upload. So I'm making Paul re-record with me. Did you did you badmouth me to your wife, Paul?
1: Oh, definitely not. I, if, if a sped teacher is getting on people for making mistakes, then, uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's even a fair assessment because as a sped teacher, there's, you know, we've, we've come to, well, have to forgive ourselves a lot for the things that we've done as sped teachers or not done as sped teachers. So, uh, we tend to have more grace for people. So, (laughs) uh, totally fine.
0: Thank you for that grace. Well, we we had our episode last week, and I felt like it was a really good one. So I'm hoping that we can um, recreate it and have just as great of a conversation. But I do need to apologize to the listeners. And I don't know if it's necessarily that I need to make an apology, but I need to give an explanation that I have not put out a podcast in a month since the last small <laughs> SPED teacher small talk. And so I feel like the reason that I haven't gotten that done plays into exactly what we're going to talk about today. I've been trying to really prioritize my self care for the last month because I've been so busy at work and had so much on my plate and it, it hasn't been that I haven't had time to create the podcast. It's just that I just didn't have the bandwidth. And so I feel like that's a really important conversation that we do need to give ourselves, you know, room to, to back off from something that, um, that they feel like you know might cause them even more things on their plate. So let's just have a conversation. I know that um, self-care is important for everyone, but it's really especially important for special education teachers. So can you talk to me a little bit about why that's so important?
1: Yeah, this is, this is a, a hard topic. Uh, I've been working on this area of my life for the last, well, year and some change. Um, I got to a pretty bad place last year where I was just absolutely empty. I had nothing left to give. And a lot of that had to do Mm -hmm. with the fact that I wasn't prioritizing my own care. And, uh, I, I thought of this analogy that I thought was appropriate is, you know, a bucket, uh, with holes in the bottom of it can't serve its purpose effectively and, Mm-hmm. Um, we are meant to take knowledge and skills and give those to our students in the same way that a bucket is meant to transport water from one location where it is plenty to the areas where it is needed. And I looked at the holes in my bucket is okay well i just need to do it faster i just need to move water faster and 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 try to to get water to where it is needed faster and that led to more more holes in my bucket and and it led to me being really ineffective and i kind of had this epiphany moment when i was at my lowest and I was like well okay maybe i can invest some time in fixing my bucket and then i started to see that things were starting to be back to uh, an effective state and i started feeling better about my effect on on what i was doing because i finally had that confidence back it's like okay i'm i'm serving that purpose so as a kind of a convoluted way to to say that like it's valuable to invest in yourself it's valuable yeah. to spend time making sure that you are taking care of yourself, making sure you have something to give your students each day.
0: And I think that as special educators, we give, give, give. And I I love that analogy that, you know, we, we can only give so much before we have to put back into ourselves. But why is it that it's so, why do we do that to ourselves? Why do we put that much pressure on ourselves that we have to be perfect? We have to, you know, always have everything done on time. We always have to um, be there for everybody else. Why do we not do that for ourselves?
1: Yeah, I I do think that, that it's partly due to the fact of like the paperwork, IEP paperwork reflects the perfect, what should be perfectly ideal. And uh, we are constantly reminded of what that looks like. And by, cause we have to come up with it. We have to have a plan, <laughs> but so rarely does our day <laughs> match that and and or more or like the school schedule yeah you know i i recently had a day that was quite a ride for mo- multiple reasons um uh, let's just say one of my my kids who oh he's a challenge handful uh decided that pulling the fire alarm in the middle of a rainstorm was a great idea oh, no. and uh oh man That day was anything, but like I scheduled it and planned it and Mm -hmm. and had, had seen, uh, foreseen in the future, but, uh, we made it, we made it through it. And I can tell you as someone who just last year was struggling, I couldn't have done it if I hadn't had invested in myself and, and built up my, uh, my own self-confidence to do it and i think that we have to realize that you know part of honestly one of the most beautiful parts of being human is the fact that we're not perfect Mm -hmm. because perfect is normal perfect is uninteresting perfect is what it like in its base if everyone was perfect then no one would be unique no one would be interesting
0: right i feel like you said you You weren't in that place a year ago. And so do you feel like you would have handled it completely different and you would have like gone off the deep end or even, you know, talked to the child in a certain way versus how you handled it recently?
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, before I would have taken it so personally. Right. Yeah. I would have. I would have said, this is my fault when it really wasn't, it wasn't my fault. It was at lunch. It wasn't even like, I wasn't even on duty, but I would have last year taken it as my fault. And that would have led to, you know, kind of a spiral of like, I am incapable. I can't do this, which would have led to, you know, uh, a smattering of, of other negative things, which would have only increased the cycle and, you know, just go from there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, a lot of that comes with age. A lot of it comes with experience of being able to know how to handle those situations and not react to them in a certain way. But there are definitely some things that I do, you know, as far as my self-care goes. And I know that you have talked about things that you do for your self-care as well. So can you tell me a little bit about the things that you do? And then I want to see if they're similar to mine and then I'll I'll discuss mine.
1: Yeah, I do think I they've changed a lot since the last year. Um, and it's all around the theme of like, Okay, it's called self-care, not self-indulgence. Right, and that's been a very important distinction for me because I think a lot of teachers in general justify bad habits as self-care, and ultimately, when you if you look at self-care at its roots, it's it's something that's caring for yourself, and oftentimes those indulgent behaviors, whether it be alcoholic beverages or or overeating, you know, donuts or any not like comfort foods um, or spending money that we don't have mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever that looks like, it's ultimately going to lead to a destruction of our health, not a an improvement of our health. Right. And I think that's an important distinction that I just kind of came to the realization of is like, I can't be doing this. I can't, you know, yes, I might deserve this donut for what I had to put up with today, But is that going to preserve me long term or is it going to be this temporary gratification that leads to overall increased health conditions, which leads to more stress, which leads to more unhealthy choices? And and then I'm left at the end of the day. um, Well, I'll just be a little bit vulnerable with everyone is like I had gained 40 pounds last year alone. Just because of my stress, and because of what I was allowing it to do to myself, mm-hmm. and uh, a vicious
0: cycle, yeah,
1: yeah, and it led to some some very serious health reality checks. We'll put it that way, and I realized that that those small self indulgent behaviors were ultimately leading to self destruction, and that I needed to find a way to truly care for myself right and so what i found is actually not what i expected um one of the main things that i i found was that um therapy is a huge benefit especially if you're struggling with a lot uh being able to talk to someone about it and and get an outside perspective because i don't know if it's only common in teachers, but we tend to be very self-critical and sometimes that outside perspective can really change, change a lot and give us some new insights in ourselves. And so that would be my benefit for everyone. I don't think that, I don't think that there's a person in the world that wouldn't benefit from some sort of therapy every now and again, but especially teachers, that's a benefit. And it's, and it's not fair to expect that from our spouses, because uh, they have their own issues and
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that 's a burden on them and and frankly, what we have to put up with as teachers that 's too much for any one person to carry, and we can 't unload it off on our spouse either, because that just that just, still just one person carrying yeah it 's just yeah and and then they 're carrying something that isn 't even their problem, you mm-hmm. know other than the fact that you 're related to it, and that leads to you know could be a variety of different things but most likely distance or or feeling helpless with how to help you and then there you know it leads to a kind of a downward cycle so i think that it's important for us to talk to somebody and to seek that out and do it before it's a necessity
0: mm-hmm. you know well, i've never i i feel like therapy has had a, a larger stigma on it than it does today. I feel like people are starting to see the benefits and that it's not something you should be ashamed of. It's something that can actually help. And I do have my youngest daughter is very hard on herself and she's she does talk to someone about that about having to be a perfectionist all the time. And she's she even said the same thing. Everyone could benefit from this. And it's really, you're just talking. They're not, they're not solving anything for you. They're just talking you through it and giving you that sounding board. And I've never I've never used therapy. I I'm not opposed to it, but I've just never had that need because I had a coworker in the same room with me every single day for 28 years. And we were each other's sounding board. You know, you'd, I'd come home and try to talk to my husband, and he was a fixer. He wanted to fix all my problems. I didn't need mm-hmm. that. I just needed someone to listen. And so having her, was she She was my therapy. We were each other's therapy. And I feel like if you don't have someone to talk to, you've got to find someone.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah, I I agree. I think if there's that person that, you know, it's just, it's rare that that happens, you know, mm-hmm. not only do a lot of districts nowadays just kind of move people a, around willy nilly mm-hmm. uh to where you don't get those lasting connections but then at the same time like to find someone who is willing to be that sounding board but also not toxic and doesn't like right. um, cause you to spiral i mean that's that is awesome that you found that i'm so happy for yeah. you that you had that but that is not the extremely
0: norm. <laughs> rare <Yes.
1: laughs> um so and don't and don't listeners don't take it this as like a okay well I don't have anybody. So I, I guess, you know, I'm not, you know, I just am not that kind of a person or whatever. And and right. I would encourage you to say that, that just because you don't have that person doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you at all. I, I would say that it, that is, that is the exception right? to have someone like that, that you can talk to. And it's great when you have it. Um, but if you don't, then there are, are things in place. And yeah. I would encourage you to check with your district because they probably a lot of districts have have offered mental health uh, benefits uh, over the course of the last few. So um, look into it. See if if they're willing to cover something. Right. Um, There's a good chance that they have something in place for that.
0: So what are some other ways that you provide yourself some self-care?
1: One of my favorite things that I've done is going on walks. Um, I didn't really, I'm not a, I'm not an exercise guy. I'm an active guy. I like to do things with a purpose, Mm -hmm. but, um, I have found that going on half an hour walks in the evenings has been one of the best mental health things for me personally, for, Mm -hmm. for many reasons. And there is not only the physical side of things, which, has untold benefits. Like I, I didn't realize how much just going on a walk could lead to me improving in my health. Just that, you know, breathing in the night air, um, moving, you know, getting my my blood pumping through my body, um, it's been valuable in in the physical sense, but also in a in a a mental sense. That reflection, that ability to just, yeah. Not think about anything. To know that when I step foot out the door to go on my walk, I don't have any tasks to complete before I get home. I don't have an agenda that I have to go through. I just am going on that walk, and whatever happens happens, and whatever doesn't, it's not the end of the world because I'll I'll get there. And I think that that is so valuable, so 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 valuable.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And I would encourage anyone to find something similar, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, if they, if they can just something that's, that's, uh, gets the blood pump pumping a little bit. I mean, obviously a walk isn't like, you know, it's not like a hit workout where you're you know doing sweating and stuff. It's just a small thing. It could even be during a lunch break or, or, uh, you know, during a planning period for a few minutes, just walk around the hallways a little bit and, you know, Mm -hmm. who knows, but that is one of the, one of the best sources of self-care that i have implemented
0: and i agree i feel like exercise for has many benefits but you said a word in there and that's that's the one that i i use for my self-care and that is reflection and whether i'm doing it during a walk or during i I commute so i have a 20-minute drive to and from work and so whether it's it's in the car or on a walk, whatever it is, I I reflect on everything. I think through my day. I think through what went wrong, how I could have you know done better, and I try to you know process it so that I don't have to keep it inside. I have I I want to to talk it out, and I I'll often catch myself in the car just talking to myself because I feel like you've got to get that out. Whether you're talking to another person in therapy, to a friend, to um, a colleague, whoever, whoever it is, you've got to get it out because if you don't get it out, it's going to stay in there and it's going to eat at you and eat at you. And so whether you're out on a walk and you can just kind of chat to yourself or you're in your car, that reflection piece of thinking through it and processing it, I feel like is vitally important.
1: Yeah. That, that reminds me of this, this thing I heard, um, that I thought was very funny and honestly, a lot of truth to it It is the idea that, uh, you know big emotions are like farts you got you know sometimes they're they're <laughs> loud and smelly and clear the room sometimes they're silent and personal sometimes you know they just affect you sometimes they affect the whole room but they're natural and sometimes they and they just need to come out <laughs> and once they're out then it's all good <laughs>
0: That is a perfect analogy, but that is such a boy analogy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Only a boy would
0: come up with that analogy.
1: And I think that there's some value in that because, you know, we don't think of, although, you know, the whole, the myth about that girls don't fart. That's not true, by the way. I've been married long enough to know that. But anyways, um, that does, it is just a natural thing that needs to happen. And so is letting out your stress and your emotions and don't let them build up because if you do let them build up, it's going to make your stomach upset and your whole day miserable.
0: Yeah. Perfect analogy. (laughs) So I feel like we need to give the listeners some steps and, you know, so maybe this do this, this and this to get started. So I feel like starting small would be your Mm -hmm. step one, find something little in your day that you can do that's classified as self-care and you don't you don't have to break the bank you don't have to like go overboard um i i did used to use retail therapy as some stress relief but <laughs> like you said earlier breaking the bank isn't isn't productive either when you're stressed right. about bills later so that's that's right. not good so i'm just talking you know just something small for yourself to um you know to to congratulate yourself for having a great day or to reward yourself for having a bad day. You know, after a bad day, go buy yourself something small, a drink or a, a Starbucks or something. Just start small. Mm-hmm. And then I I truly believe in that exercise. I feel like getting that getting your brain going, getting that oxygen to your brain is is highly important. And then just unplugging and getting away from screen time, getting away from mm-hmm. all of the things that are coming at us every single day. We've got so much. We're bombarded. My husband does not understand this. He is an accountant for an electric cooperative. And so he he's working by himself for the mo- majority of the day. And when I come home, he wants to talk. And when I come home, I don't want to talk because I've been dealing with you know putting out little fires all day long. And so I yeah. feel like we need to unplug and give ourselves some time away from other people, away from screens, away from um, input and, and just a chance to rejuvenate ourselves.
1: Definitely. And if I could add one more to that is I would encourage you to find something that's hands on, something that, you know, is some form of creating, uh, adding something Mm -hmm. to the world, you know, especially if it's a hobby, uh, something that you're very passionate about or into, uh, for me, I do all sorts of stuff, but, uh, one of the main things that I do consistently is I do pottery, do ceramics and, uh, working with the clay is just very valuable.
0: I never would have thought of that about you, Paul.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I actually, uh, once dressed up, uh, for a comic con, uh, as Harrier Potter, uh, because <laughs> you know, quite a, quite a bit hairier i Listeners can look at the the title, but I I have long hair, and beard, you know, very hairy. So <laughs> I'm the Harry Potter, which helps connect me to the world of Hogwarts, uh, which I also gives me a little bit of self care. Enjoyment, yeah. Knowing that, yeah, uh huh,
0: yeah. Well, that's your pottery is your create creative outlet, and mine is creating yeah. resources for teachers pay teachers. I love to to get on Canva and just, I mean, that's my um, <laughs> that's my creative outlet.
1: So yeah, definitely.
0: All right, well I feel like we we gave the listeners some good tips and I I just want to encourage everyone listening to take what we're saying and and use it because if you aren't taking care of yourself, you you're just adding more and more and more stress where eventually you are going to have all those holes in your bucket and you know, you don't know that the whole the whole bottom of the bucket can can just go at any point in time and and then it's it's really bad news, so yeah. All right.
1: Yep, definitely. Thank you so much. I definitely think that this is a topic we could talk about again. Mm-hmm. But uh, for today, let's uh, let's take the rest of the evening and uh, contribute self-care. to our <laughs> own self-care. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Sounds good. I'll talk to you next month. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for sticking with me until the end. I can tell that you are just as dedicated to the field of special education as I am. If you liked what you heard today, I'd love it if you'd head over to spedprepacademy.com slash podcast to check out the show notes and sign up to be notified each time a new episode airs. Go out and have an amazing day and I'll catch you on the next episode.